Oh, well, she is tiny. <laughs> she's also across the room. We are live now. <laughs> she's not tiny, show. though. In this show, she's large. She's the size of a Oh, she's woman. big. Big Cortana. Uh, hello. Hello, everyone. And uh, welcome to Breakout, episode number 42 for uh, Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. My name is Marty Sleeve, and as always, I'm joined by Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. I've been working uh, we, for an hour. <laughs> We apologize for being slightly late. Nick had a, an interview, a fun interview that will someday turn into a snapshot documentary. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, we're 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 back. We're we're sort of in the in a holding pattern until the the madness of Summer Game Fest starts in two weeks or so. So there's not a ton to talk about, but uh, there have been some new games. Casey actually reviewed one of the new games that we can talk about a little bit later. Um, uh, the embargo for it is up. His review will be up, I'm assuming, today. You Tomorrow. reviewed uh, Sniper Elite 5, correct? Yes, I did. Uh, what, what did Nick? What did you just grumble, Nick? Tomorrow it'll be up. We have too many videos to publish today, so I don't want to miss out on getting Wow! It. You tell Casey he didn't have to stay up so late? Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him to do nothing. He said he was going to do it. I mean, you guys gave me an embargo, and I just hit it. That's all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, we'll, be, we'll be able to give people a little morsel, a little, little taste, a little... little uh, little aperitif of your of your 3MR in the game later. Um, yeah, but sure. uh, our, our big topic of the week we could talk about is the Halo show is finally finished. Um, season one is done. Season two is, uh, I think, not in production yet, but will be in production soon. Um, Nick obviously followed along week to week. Uh, I ended up watching it all in like a 24-hour span the other day. I don't know why. <laughs> I think because Nick said this is the topic, and I was like, I'll get caught up. Um, and Casey has watched none of it. So we're going to nope. come from three uh, three different perspectives on uh, what we thought of the show. So obviously, Nick, you're the uh, resident uh, Halo aficionado. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on the season? Now that it's done. Yeah, well, uh, to wrap up kind of my episodic takes on it, I, I thought the finale was a bit of a blunder. Um, it, def- it did not end up in the fall of Reach like I was expecting it to. They'd go off and do their own little mission. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think the show... I've, I've kind of reiterated a bunch of times where I think the show has some hooks. And then I think the biggest problem with the show is pacing and then going off on tangential storylines that just the audience doesn't care about. Um, and we kind of talked about on stream yesterday where like, I'm getting a little tired of, I mean, and, and I know everybody is like Hollywood execs or whoever's making these shows and movies and all that kind of assuming they know better than like this source material you know, like, and like we're trying to make their own spin on it. And it's like when you have, if you want to adapt something like you have the books, you have the games and all that, you have like the guidelines to make something that people already enjoy. So why are we trying to constantly do something completely different that you don't know if people are going to enjoy or not? Like, I, I can't imagine that like three, four, three or the people that even make Halo went and looked at the show and just, said like yeah we know for a fact that people are going to enjoy this when it's like you already have like the market research done with a game in the books <laughs> like it's it's all there for isn't you it to use isn't it usually they're doing or they're taking market research from tv and not the thing they're adapting they're saying like as a tv show this has worked therefore let's make this book series or video game series more like this other thing that already exists i don't, I don't know and that's like what it, tends to be the problem it, it it could be but i mean like we've had enough adaptions over the years like that we know that doesn't work like you you have a target audience to hit if you're making a halo show who do you think the very key people and you're like giving people on xbox game pass free trial to paramount plus who do you think is going to come watch that show like it, they're obviously targeting it. They're marketing it at gamers and the people that play Halo. So like I wasn't totally against them trying to do something new with it. I didn't mind that they were going to do a silver timeline and all that, but I didn't think it was going to deviate so much. Like I, I thought like silver team was just a stand in for blue team. And like technically they are, but they didn't really focus at all on silver team and like their relationship to John, like they do for a little bit. But I mean, the only character you really get to see a bunch of is Kai like the other two, I can't even remember their names and they don't do anything really until they beat the shit out of chief later on in the season. Uh, Halsey, I think, okay. Yeah. I think Halsey, <laughs> you Master chief gets his ass beat. Oh, yeah, he, gets, yeah. he gets his ass beat. He gets, he gets his, his ass, ass beat, beat much more than he beats ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but well, one episode where he beats I think Halsey Halsey is like really the hook of the show for me where like she I think they handled her character well because like she is also like pretty dark in the books and and everything and is like really just I have this one singular goal and I will do anything to achieve it they got her character right um, I didn't mind how they handled John and Chief and they're trying to make him a real character and give him humanity because like that's some of this they definitely pulled some stuff from the books for him and him as a character in the games he's not really a character until you know Halo 4 I mean like yeah and the only thing that focus on what he wants and thinks right yeah and the whole the whole thing that defines him as a character in one through three is just his relationship to Cortana really um so you know I think the show has like the groundwork laid for exploring really that relationship between between him and Cortana which is a hook for me um they seem to be going in the direction of exploring more of his relationship with him and Silver Team especially like without spoiling the ending of the show like there's something that happens to him where it's like where are you going to go from here I'm not really sure like are they just going to make him the master chief now because they do make that distinction in the show at, there's like a specific line that says like yep there's john and then there's the master chief and they're two separate characters um so that was interesting to me what do you mean uh keys captain keys literally says that there's john and then when you're on the battlefield there's only master chief oh that was like a like a poetic thing though. that was like a i don't know i don't know based on how the season ends i kind of have a feeling they might be going in that direction where john I think is they're doing a doing a little a little severance in the master chief unit I, <laughs> no i just i just took be, it as like like you have humanity when you're outside of battle but when you're in battle you are the master chief like you are a weapon you're the demon that's what the covenant call you so i don't yeah. think of it literally as like a two split personalities i think it was mostly like a metaphorical thing it could be wrong though yeah and it does yeah without spoiling it i guess it does leave it at a point to where you you know i am kind of curious where they're going to go with season two because it, it sort of left a couple threads that i wasn't expecting mm-hmm. yeah so like halls Hall, and then halsey's the big hook for me really and like exploring you know the the backstory of the spartan program which they they hint at a lot in this show i didn't think they did a great job of like really digging into it like they could have um, because even like Soren, who's Master Chief's best friend in the books, who he gets killed and is basically a really big impactful moment for Chief. Soren's a completely different character in the show. So like I don't really know where or what they're doing with him because that whole magical storyline just doesn't I didn't even yeah, know I didn't even know who the so- bad guys at the end were when they died. Like I had no idea. The stuff with Soren and Quan, it was just weird that it was a completely like the the two stories never wove back together mm-hmm. like they start out in the same place and then veer off and i expected by the end of the season for the two stories to to come back together and they just didn't it felt like i don't know the show to me which is probably isn't the case but it just felt very reactionary to the success of the mandalorian like it mm-hmm. felt like they wanted they were pulling things that work in the mandalorian and then wanting to fix some things they thought didn't like the fact that um, in Mando, and one of my chief off. complaints is he never takes his helmet off. I mean, he, right. he does, but ostensibly never. Whereas in this, Chief has his helmet off in moments where I'm like, this is a dangerous scenario. You should put your helmet on. <laughs> like, you are getting facial uh, facial cuts and lesions, and this wouldn't happen if you had a helmet on right now. Um, and then they also had felt like Juan, they wanted to as like the surrogate, like lone wolf and cub kind of character. But it's just the fact that, yeah, that stuff like I imagine watching these week to week would have been super frustrating because those like quant centric episodes yeah, are just really boring. Yeah. I mean, very boring one and of very the... generic and very like, I've seen this before a thousand times. Yeah. One of the uh, episodes literally has her tied up to a bike for half the episode. And that's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hey, like, she it was... gets, she spoilers. She gets herself she untied gets herself free. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Good for uh, her. Yeah, so uh, has no Halo. Has to wait. Says wait. Soren was his best friend in the books. What about all of Blue Team? Blue Team is like his his family of Spartans. Like they grew up together, and Soren was part of that. And Soren in the books, like Chief, basically has to choose between the mission and Soren, and let Soren die at one point. I don't remember all the specific details, but you could probably look it up on Halo lore. But like Soren, Soren is the like 
big like one of the things they really explore in the newer halo books where like chief decide like is fighting between like the mission and not leaving people behind like especially his blue team after that so soren and like and the show explores that in like one scene where like he's trying to let soren go and escape the spartan program and that's it and then he drops kwan off it with soren and then master chief and soren never interact again so I don't know why. And they hadn't seen each other in 20 yeah, years. Yeah, something like that. So. Like, yeah, like because it's a completely different actor who's playing him beforehand. So like in that in that flashback, like they part ways when they're teenagers or children. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, I think the show for me, those frustrating things worked better in a binge format, which is I think the worse the show, oh, well, the I'm better right. it works in a binge format. I think that's why stuff like Stranger Things, um, I don't want to say gets a pass, but Stranger Things has a lot of bloat and a lot of like bullshit. And if you had to wait week to week in between episodes, I think it's a similar thing with The Witcher. If you had to wait week to week, you'd start picking apart all the flaws and you'd start being like, well, why didn't they just condense this? Like, what is what is mm-hmm. the week to week storytelling here? And I think we do get a lot of that. That sort of criticism is fairly levied at marvel shows because they're week to week and even some of the modern star wars properties um but by releasing it all at once which again halo was not but the way i consumed it all at once i'm able to forgive a lot of those like those quant episodes to me were just like kind of boring but then i just went on to the next episode and i'm like oh okay here's master chief again i actually kind of care about this plot with master chief and cortana and halsey and him him getting down with a half alien it's not really a half alien she's like she's, a, she's like an adopted alien, alien. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I have I have a theory. They didn't have sex. I think they just cuddled. I thought they showed everything. The way the internet was talking about this, it was like oh, the most well, graphic yeah. sex scene since like a, the Lars von Trier movie Antichrist. No, I clicked into this. I was expecting just like some real bone down. And there wasn't any bone down. There wasn't <laughs> I, didn't see I, I think I think a lot of the like well that, and that's kind of what i mean like when they when they're targeting the halo show at halo fans xbox players all that and it was whether you believe it or not it was like these all every every little inch of the show that had that they had an issue with was going to be amplified because that's the audience you targeted at and that audience had predetermined expectations for what <laughs> this was supposed to be and mm-hmm. i think i legit think they could have avoided all the problems if they had just followed the book timeline because there's so much more detail master chief is a full fleshed out character in the books like you you take the show from the show the start of the spartan program to the, up to the fall of reach in the first season and then their escape to the halo ring and there's your there's your first season and there's plenty to explore in there they could have built out his whole relationship with blue team and silver team and that would have been like a huge central story arc and giving like making you care about chief as a character because he cares about other people you know it's like and then and then showing the dark side of halsey and the unsc and all that if that's what they wanted to do with um because the only way they're really going to explore like the insurrectionists or, or the um the rebellion or whatever they're calling it nowadays like you would have to go way far back because <laughs> like the spartans were originally killing those people and that's why and the show like tries to explore that a little bit because like Quan's like, why would you save me? And they're like, you know, they hate the Spartans and everything. And the and the show never tells you why. And it's because like the Spartan was murdering the shit out of those people, trying to quell the rebellion or insurrection so or whatever they're doing. So is it like there are there are parts of the book that exists in this world? But yeah, then, like, they, other things get changed, or is, is everything changed? No, they they like they pull elements from the books, the games, and then and then they try to tell their own story. And it's like I think those three things are clashing, and they just don't work as well as they had hoped. So I, it, I, it sounds like a like a like a remix or a, like a and like yeah, I guess if if you're a fan, like if you if you know this story inside and out, like most uh, like hardcore Halo fans do. Mm-hmm. The the prospect of a TV show is really just seeing you know that stuff in live action, like seeing the effects and the the story play out, and like yeah, it's super disappointing that they decided to go an entirely different route. Originally, I was kind of excited about that because in my head, I'm like, well, I've played the games, I know that yeah. story. Yep. Tell me Same. a different story with you know characters and this world. But if yeah. if they can't even be bothered to 
to make an interesting story from what they've taken out of that world and like why why would i even want to waste the time like to be honest like i've i've been holding off on watching this because every single time i've heard about it it's been kind of disappointing in terms of conversation so i'm really concerned that like i won't like it at all and like why bother spending the time especially when there's so much good stuff like there's so many yeah. good yeah. shows to watch right now that the idea of spending you know eight nine hours on something that's kind of like uh at the end of it you're like jesus am i really gonna spend that much of the <laughs> little time i have on this planet on something that's just uh? that's well that's the weird thing for me like i have a lot of criticisms of the show i just i didn't hate it like i didn't i was looking forward to it week to week but is that because you like halo no i i i legit <laughs> kind of like i really did like what they were doing with master chief like i like that they made him a character it was weird at first like it definitely took some like separating what i know of halo to get there but i didn't mind his arc and i didn't mind him like really questioning like what halsey and everybody did to him i don't know if that stuff should have happened in the first season right away because like that's stuff that could have been built up to like this whole mystery of uncovering like as they go like what happened to them as kids and and everything like they kind of i think the pacing is just completely off with the show is my probably my biggest thing with it because like it's he he goes like the the opening scene of the show is him being you know master chief and kicking the shit out of the covenant and then very quickly you're getting into like you know he touches the artifact and all of a sudden he's having visions and everything and that was the part that i was like i don't know about this like let's leave like the forerunners and the halo is the mystery like let's get there first then turn the show into mystery or whatever you know and really uncovering the halo ring because now we kind of know like before we even get like we're going to the halo ring in season two i assume uh because they know where it is now i think um no they don't know it is because the map never got finished so i don't know how they're gonna wrap all that up but it's just like i don't really know i don't really know what where they take that unsc and master chief and like his whole thing with halsey when they get to the ring and that's where things are going to deviate, I think, a lot more. And that has me really concerned because, like, you know, the first game is if you're if you're adapting the first game, like, what do you do with that? Right. And like and so I think a lot of the season two is really going to be exploring the Halo ring and un- uncovering like the forerunner secrets and the covenant are kind of just like this force in the way of that, you know. I don't, well, I don't think it's going to be both parties trying to uncover the secret, right? So it's almost going to be that, yeah. Indiana what, Jones like, where the, the archaeologists first... and the Nazis are all chasing Exactly. The that's like what the first yeah. game is about, right? It's like this race to discover what Halo is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do like how, like, when they have visions on Halo, like, literally on the ring, I do like how it's, uh, they, they make the place seem very, like, uneasy and ethereal and, like, mm-hmm sort of like a an uncomfortable utopia um that is something that i don't feel like the games ever like aside from the fact that you can like see a ring in the sky like the the games especially like that first game never gave me a feeling of unease on this place whereas some of those uh flashes to it did and this thing should be this thing is extremely unnatural like it mm-hmm. this world should feel very strange and and foreign and and kind of scary um yeah they, and so and they did that, curious they to did see that how halo they do that. 4 at least for like the opening when you get and land on that planet on the the forerunner planet uh, yeah that felt really weird especially like i specifically remember like the one scene when like when you walk out over the horizon and you just see like these huge floating pillars over and like, mm-hmm. that was a really cool establishing shot but so, yeah i don't yeah I, like i think i think there's there's directions they can go i just don't know this season that like didn't really set up enough for me to be like invested in like yeah what happens next it's like oh at the end of it, that's well, just kind of how it felt. Yeah, it was also uh, my 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 problem with it is less they changed the source material and more of what they turned it into just wasn't very good. Like yeah. I'm mm. fine with you changing source material or going in your own direction, but like I don't know, the writing's just not very good. Like the characters don't use subtext; the characters just say the things they need to say to move the plot forward, which is like that's not how you make something interesting and compelling and comparing that to yeah, folks in the chat we're talking about have, has there ever been a good adaptation and arcane to me is a show that again we've, we've talked about it a lot but i don't give a shit about league of legends i don't know anything about league of legends but like well, those writers yeah. took characters and from the ground up made them incredibly interesting characters and like i gave a shit about so many people on that show and and you know when you get to a point and there's sort of like 
spoilers, I guess, like a time jump. You're like so you're you it made you invested in all these characters so that when you jump forward a little bit, you're like, oh, my God, like I'm fascinated to see how everyone's changed. Right. Um, yeah. And I at no point was I fascinated by any of the characters on the show. That's really sad. Yeah. But it, it, it also it, it gives me a sense of uh, I don't think unease is the right word, but like is is the writing in like Halo proper, like the games, not good? <laughs> like, is that the case? Like, is it the gameplay that props it up? Because I like those stories. Like, I like them a lot. And I, that really hit me in the face with the Assassin's Creed movie, that the writing in Assassin's Creed is not great. The story in Assassin's Creed is not actually great. It's the gameplay in the world that I like. Because when they translated it completely and faithfully to that movie, it did not work. Well, it, the movie should have been Ezio, not Altair, because they didn't do a lot with Altair. So, if they if they'd actually like explored Ezio in the movie, that would have been fine. But I, I, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, I, I, guess guess it was bad, I don't Desmond. think it was, it was Ezio or Altair's fault. Yeah, it was bad. Well, yeah, it was a bad. Oh no, it was a bad movie. <laughs> I just think they would have had more work with with Ezio if they had actually yeah. focused on him. Was it? He's a. Well, I I don't know character. because like because they they did the dual storyline thing where like you have the person in real life. And then you have the person in the animus, which in the game worked like that's a cool sci-fi concept yeah. that allows you to do whatever you want to do. But in the movie, it was muddy and mostly boring. Deeb's is yeah. in the movie didn't even explore Altair. Who did they explore? It was all no, new it was stuff. A made up oh, character. Well, there you go. Yeah. Again. <laughs> but again, it wasn't bad because it was a made up character. It was, yeah, bad it, was the, it was it was the bad. same concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they also concept, but it was the same. Which should have worked in my mind, but it didn't. Right, but it's the so same thing with Halo where like they the game like Ezio was a fully fleshed out character. Like they have they have groundwork to use and build these characters in into these things. And the same thing with Halo with the books. There's a lot of groundwork already laid there for them just to adapt that, and they just don't do it. They just keep trying to do new things, and it's like I don't, yeah, like unless you're gonna get the people that like actually made the characters. And, I mean, new things should be encouraged. If I'm being honest, like yeah, they should well, like keep especially trying. these they, games they that be, are super but, cinematic. Why do we like? I have like hearing reports that the Last of Us TV show is going to add a bunch of stuff. Like that might add a bunch of flashbacks that like you might get a bunch of time with Ellie and her mom. And that's interesting to me mm. because I don't need a one to one TV show of a game that is highly cinematic. Like if I want that original Last of Us story, I have a game that holds up incredibly well and that we're going to be getting a remake of for some godforsaken reason in six months. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I, I do think like. Nick, I think you're overestimating how much these shows are created for the fans because I think they're created for a much bigger audience. Like, I well, think The Last of Us are. TV show isn't aiming for The Last of Us fans. It's aiming to win Emmys. Right. Like, well, it's aiming for yeah. HBO prestige, the people I, who watch, you know, Barry and and but I don't the think, people who I don't watch think, The Sopranos and The Wire. I don't think they understand that then because then their whole marketing is targeting the people that already enjoy these things. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're probably right about it. It's probably like, like, I don't yeah, think it's they can't. They can't decide groups. if they want to please the fans or just make something new. League of Legends works because I think they just said, let's just take what we have here and make something completely new, make it good. Let's not try to please the fans. And there's still like fan pleasing things in it. The Halo show could have been the same thing. Like when you do get the action sequences and and he's being Master Chief and just kicking the shit out of everything, then you have your fan pleasing moments. But I mean, like. You know, I, I don't I don't think when they make these things, they just they're targeting mainstream audience and fans. It's like they're trying to mix the two and it almost doesn't work that way. It's like if you're going to make a Halo show, then like just drop Master Chief, make a Halo show, but don't include Master Chief and go in some completely new direction. And it's almost like the same thing we've been talking about with Star Wars, where like they keep trying to recreate old characters and Solo didn't work for that reason, because like you have an established character and hand Solo with with uh, Harrison Ford, you add a new actor in it, and it just didn't work. Obi-Wan coming Friday to Disney Plus. <laughs> hey, they're using the same actor, though. Like, I mean, no, I, but I, it's a different I, actor. That's not Alec Guinness. They recast the character. He's I, that's the thing I find funny is that Kathleen Kennedy is like, We learned our lesson from Solo. Yeah, never well, recast I mean, Darren, a beloved Darren's character in the frame. Is on it. I don't know if like Alec McGinnis was really a beloved character, though, as Obi-Wan. Not yet. You were sure, insane. Like, what are you talking about? The, the Obi Wan, like, everybody, everybody that the Obi Wan that everyone thinks of is, is Ewan. Uh, yeah, Ewan. yeah, Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Yeah, 
you guys are fucking nuts. I, lo- I, I, <laughs> I think you guys are as crazy as Master Chief cuddling that evil girl. That's what I think. Like I, I'm of the mindset, like that is the Obi Wan that everyone actually he, loves. I mean, the he's, old yeah, man Obi Wan is not as recognizable. Is that Obi Wan everyone uses to trick their grandma into thinking it's Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, going back really quick to Halo, you were talking about how there was some fan service in the action scenes, and I wanted to go back to uh, Super Chat from Jorge Riegers. Thank you so much for a $5 chat. Said, Nick, did the first-person shooter parts really add anything for no, you? No, I fucking hate I personally those. found them pretentious, and they didn't really add that much akin to the Doom movie. They're uh, stupid. So, to uh, Casey, to fill you in, dumb. during certain action scenes, <laughs> uh-huh. the, where, where it turns into CG gobbledygook, the camera will zoom in to Chief, and you will see, like, a HUD and the gun, and so for, like short snippets it will look like a halo game which yeah, is something that, was, that the shitty doom movie that, with the rock also made. <laughs> yeah that which which really goes to show you the mindset of the people behind this like this very much from the way you got described it sounds like people who have no interest in halo who don't care about halo who only know it as a popular video game ip and was like what do gamers like shit that looks like video games right so let's throw this in there to appease them and then we can continue making our tv show for you know 50 60 year olds who don't give a shit about sci-fi <laughs> i so think there I, should have been oh no sorry go ahead no it's just they that's the the problem is that they don't care about halo right like they don't give a shit about the source material like league of legends or arcane felt like there was love there mm-hmm. like from the art to the storytelling like to the depiction of the characters like whoever was behind that probably played those games or at the very least listened to people who played those games yep. and listened to why they liked those games and it had nothing to do with like mechanics and like like they didn't have a section in arcane where like it was a super raised up top down view right like no like they just told you the story about those characters in that world yeah well and that's kind of what i was referring to when i was like they don't know the audience they're targeting because like the halo games are already popular the books are already popular and if you're exposing a new audience to that, then most likely it's probably going to be popular with that new audience too. If you actually just take what people already like, it's like, you know, why that's what I, that's why I started when I started saying was like, you, you already have the market research done for a show like Halo. You know, that millions of people like the story in the games, millions of people have read the books and you know, they like those stories. So why are we trying to create something completely new? Like it just does. It just doesn't know, make would, sense to me. I would argue that trying to make a thing and appeal to either fans or casuals is still the wrong idea. Like what they should have been doing is learning about Halo, like finding an appreciation of the actual source material so that they could make something that they thought was well, true to it. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's like they're like because who cares what like the hardcoreest of hardcore fanboys like they'll probably never be happy if we're gonna be honest. Yeah. Like they could have made a thing when I was one to one and be like, oh no, that's the the suit didn't jerk him off in this scene, so I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, if if they would have just cared about the source material, I think we would have got something different. Like this just feels from what you guys are saying, like they they wanted to make money off it and they didn't actually care about the story or the characters that were in it. Yeah, I think you can, even if something isn't great, I think you can get a sense for, oh, these people clearly give a shit about the source material. Someone mentioned Detective Pikachu. I would say the same thing with the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, and I would say the same thing mm-hmm. with that Chippendales Rescue Rangers movie that came out. None of those are fantastic movies. I'm not saying none of those are going to be remembered until the end of time, but it is so clear from the outset that the people who made those give a shit about those respective source materials. Yeah, like they the same grew up with, with them, like they, yeah. they, like they care, they liked Pikachu. <laughs> and I didn't get a sense of any of that from the Halo show. Yeah, well, I mean, one one thing in particular that you know what it is, that you know pissed off fans is like the battle rifle in the show doesn't even have like the actual battle rifle sound that's so iconic to the games. It just sounds like a generic yeah, like, A little gun. stuff like that is yeah. like, yeah, there's points, little details like points. that, yep. Yep, and as like as somebody that loves is, Halo, when I noticed that, I was like, eh, I mean, like, come on, like, yeah, like, any any person who's played lots of Halo would hear that immediately, and be like, oh, that's not right, and yep. then they'd fix it because that's what sounds right to them, not because oh, the fanboys are gonna get mad if we don't fix this. Like to them who care about it, they'd be like, oh, this needs to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is one cool one cool scene they do with a needler, where a dude a dude's like riding in like a open air Humvee or something, and then he gets hit with like one needle. And then looks down, and then he goes, 
and a bunch of other ones fall into it, and he just fucking blows up. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. But yeah, was that like is cool. Moment. Yeah, well, and that's where that's where like the show is so like whiplashy. Is like there are like little details like like that that they use, and it's like okay, like yeah, you seem to get Halo, and then you don't hear the battle rifle sounds. Like, well, I guess you don't get Halo. I don't fucking yeah, know. yeah. Um, so I, yeah, and I like you know to give the show some props, like. I my biggest concern was really if the action scenes were going to be good or not, and I thought they were. I thought they were okay. Like I think the CGI needs a lot of work. Um, like the the Spartans look way too floaty, and when they're not in combat, they look fantastic. But when they're in combat, it just like feels really off and CG too CGI, I guess. Um, yeah. But in general, like they use a lot of practical effects. Like the the battle scenes actually look really good. Um, especially like in episode five when like the covenant really put on an assault, like you can feel the scale of halo in there, like the combat scenes. But, um, that's why I was like, I was really hoping like they were going to go out with the fall of reach for the final episode. And then like that didn't happen. I was like, ah, well, you know, you really could have won me over if you, if you did that, but I guess that's a season two thing with a bigger budget or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's also a funny, a couple of people in chat were mentioning like, Oh, so is this like a military drama? And I'm like, I don't know if I had to put this show in a single genre, like it's not hard, interesting sci-fi, like the expanses. It's not like a well-written character drama. Like there's some military stuff, but that's not the thrust of it. Like it's not really a mystery box show because the answers you get aren't super satisfying. So I'm not sure like what it is. Yeah, I think like it feels first, like like I think the Zeno first show Warrior really... Princess. It's whatever genre Xeno Warrior Princess <laughs> yeah. was. I, I thought it was a bit of a character it's study on, on Chief, really. <laughs> I I thought the first season was really just focused on John as a character and not really Master Chief or anybody else yet. You keep saying John like, and it's, Chief it's not like, different. What's going What's going on with this? Did I? Did it's I just? Not like I, a, I was on my own the entire right? time. I think so the show is well. treating them as two distinct characters. That's how okay. I felt from it. But like the, the story isn't like an origin for him, right? Like he's already established and are they doing well, flashbacks? And, and that's, that's, that's the part that really, really threw me off was like because they it almost like was like they were trying to make it an origin for him. But he's like and that's where like all the book and game stuff like was getting into my head and I was getting real like kind of annoyed. It was like. Wait, he is already a legendary soldier amongst the UNSC. Like, he's already the Master Chief. And then the show is almost acting like they're having first contact with the Covenant. It, it made no sense. Because, mm. yeah, like, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of fixing they need to do for season two. Like, they, it's almost like they need to reboot the show already <laughs> before they get to the ring. Man, I really, I'd really like to see someone's take on this who has never, who never played a Halo anything. Mm-hmm. To see, like, if, yeah. if maybe they're a lot less frustrated by like the, I'm sure they would the changes be. and the differences. I'm sure they would be. But yeah, like, and, and even in that case, if they if they actually like it because of that. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely think, in a weird way, I think the more you are a Halo fan, the less you might like this. I think I give the season more passes than Nick did because the changes don't bother me. Because hey, I don't know their changes because I don't know Halo that well. But I also don't hold mm-hmm. like the Halo story and like incredibly high regard i just don't think it's a very good story um whereas like if they i don't know if there was like a fucking zelda show or something i would probably be like the first one wanting to burn down the creators <laughs> no i'm not gonna burn down anyone's house over the show no it's but you know what i mean like i'd be the first one being like you could have yeah. just done this game and it would have been fine yeah. right well and you know we we're doing a podcast so like I, i'm voicing my criticism like i said though i didn't hate the show like i i would give it like if i had to give it out of 10 i'd probably give it like a five or a six and it was it was it was watchable for me like i wanted to see it continue week to week i'm still interested in what they're doing for season two but it's not like a show i'm holding in very high regard it's you know if it's if it's on it's on kind of thing yeah not like better call Saul, where i'm like i need that today i need to watch that right this second (laughs) better call john (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. So, the, yeah, that'll be interesting going forward. Um, like I said, I don't think season two will be coming until at the very least a year from now. Um, yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see if they take uh, sort of the the lessons learned from this season and, and are able to make a pivot because I, I do see a road where they can fix some of this stuff and shore up some of the weak points and, and make a season of TV that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um 
But if it just continues along this trajectory, you do get to a certain point. You're like, why? Why are any of us doing this? Like, why are they making this, and why are we watching this? What's What's going on here? Um, like Microsoft, you allowed this to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is interesting because it's also. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a different division, but it's also like, I feel like in another world, Microsoft. If this show were incredible, people would be pointing to this in order to excuse Xbox's very slow 2022. Like people uh, yeah. would be able to be like, well, yeah, Starfield and, and Redfall got delayed and the Halo game is not getting updates at the cadence we want, but we got this incredible show. Um, whereas now that I feels like the Halo show kind of just folds into the entire like, well, what's 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 going on? Is everything all right in, in yeah. Phil Spencer land? Right yeah, now? And I, I everything's going to be fine. But yeah, I just yeah, and I didn't really engage with social media discussion over the show or anything just because like people had already decided they were going to hate it before it was even out. So like, I don't know. I just if, if you're interested in it, like watching, you're not losing anything by watching it, you know, <laughs> I guess your time. But yeah, uh, well, I'm, I don't I'm know if I could recommend it. I don't know if I could recommend a Paramount Plus subscription to anyone. So if you can get a free Paramount hey, Plus subscription. Uh, Paramount, uh, somebody did ask, like, what else is on Paramount Plus? Uh, 1883 is on Great there. Great question. Which I thought was really good. Uh, I've been watching That is Mar- true. The Tyler Sheridan versus on there. Yeah, he's he's making, like, eight shows for them. Uh, he's, got one, he's got Harrison Ford. They pulled that that old man out of cryogenic well, he's, freezing. He's, he's got, doing a show with um, Helen Mirren. Yeah, he's got 1883. Tyler Sheridan also made the Mayor of Kingstown show, which is on Paramount Plus, which is quite good. Uh, they have Halo. Uh, what was the other one I watched? There's some South Park uh, movies Ether's on there. Evil, yeah. which I haven't watched yet, but I've heard is really good. The new Rugrats is on there. The new Rugrats is on there. SpongeBob Rugrats. movies. All the Star Treks. All the Star Treks. Upper which, Decks, Lower Decks, Mid yeah. Decks. This, this, I've been watching quite a bit on Paramount Plus. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I have not. I don't think I will I've been watching open that app anytime more, soon. More on that <laughs> than <trailer>. Epics. <laughs> More on that than Epics, yeah. It's it's above <laughs> Epics, uh, below Apple, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog two is on Paramount Plus. I watched the Jackass movies on Paramount Plus. I did just watch the new Jackass movie the other night, and that was disgusting. I did not, I did not think they would start the movie with him dressing his cock as a Godzilla, but that's what they did. They did a very up close yeah. shots of his cock. It wasn't. It wasn't like Toho's Godzilla. It was a kaiju. Like um, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go with that. It wasn't part of the legendary oh, monster okay. universe. <laughs> there, there Wait, what a, is that jackass movie rated? I don't think uh, there is a rating. <laughs> there is a lot like, of penis in fine. that movie. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Make it up for the lack of penis in the Halo in the Halo TV show. It, a lot of very close up shots of penis and balls. Yes. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, it's what the people want. I, what I, they pay I, for. You know, I cannot imagine having watched that movie in a theater because that would be a really big screen of a giant Godzilla dick. I mean, that would be fitting Ow. for what they were going for, right? Like watching it on your phone. Probably, that was probably the intended. Uh, it's like how Christopher Nolan wants, or Tom Cruise insists that all of his movies go straight to theater. He wants you to see Top Gun and, and Mission Impossible <laughs> Dead Rising Part 1 or whatever the fuck it's going to be called yeah. on the biggest screen possible. Yes. Anyways, we have like like twenty minutes left, so and Marty didn't think we would talk about Halo for half an hour, and here we are proving him wrong. All right, so what are we gonna talk about for the rest of the show, Nick? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, guys, send in super chats so we can have things to talk about that <laughs> are not Halo chats. It's fine. The Venomon Killer said Paramount Plus is uh, worth it for Sonic, classic Star Trek, and eighteen eighty three. I, I will find time to watch the two Sonic movies because I've heard those are not bad. Yeah, I like them quite a bit. And yeah, I, I like, like when he goes. I like when he goes fast. We speaking of other upcoming adaptions of, like Fallout is one I feel like they can't really mess up. That's famous. Yeah, that last seems words. really. Don't say that. That's what are you talking about? Everyone is not, like not, well, they can't mess up. Like it's a, you create your own character. They could put anybody in that show and they make could a compelling character. Mess- I feel like how did how did we just have this whole conversation and you bounce back from it being like well Fallout that definitely won't burn us you like need, ten thousand no I honestly agree though that I feel like that's that's an easy adaptation because of the nature of that game it's a yeah. bunch of short stories just in a setting so if as long as they can get good writing and like recreate the look of Fallout like they should yeah. not have a problem like I feel like that's an easy thing to do to please people who are into that world yeah and, and that, honestly that, that world would appeal to people who aren't even like familiar with fallout like it's just 
Yeah, that one's just a, that one normal. is literally just an IP, like a sandbox IP. Like I think they could just it, it's going to be follow and name with a nuclear wasteland, and then they're going to make whatever the story they want in there, and hopefully it's Nick, not him I tracking feel- down this kid. Nick, because we already have the road. How big of a Fallout fan are you? <laughs> I hated Fallout. I don't. I can't finish Fallout Four. I don't remember much of Fallout 3's story. Okay, I've never I played Fallout. Fallout Three. So, okay, Loved so the, we're the bullshit out of we, Fallout Three, and then okay. that was it. <laughs> okay, so we're combined. Not the biggest and most uh, knowledgeable Fallout. Wait, fans yeah, you haven't even played those games, have you? I, I just said I haven't played them. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm oh. saying the three of us combined. Our Fallout knowledge and love is not Are like super high. Fallout amateurs, yeah. <laughs> so imagine what people who, the, for them, their relationship with Fallout is like your relationship with Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to watch this show and they're not... going to do exactly what you did. And they're going to be mad because the that, mutants didn't yes, make but the there's, same there's, grunt noise. No, that's, no. That's, yeah, that's no, not how Fallout works. Because there's background and world lore that they can create a setting from, like KC's set. But there's, there's not like, yeah, like Fallout there's is no, more setting no, like, than it is through line yeah there's not like central characters or a central through line story that they have to track it's like you could just tell a like really need, good story a, in a nuclear a bombed up world in a retro futuristic uh setting yeah and then you need you know super mutants and some rad roaches boom you gotta you gotta fall out <laughs> yeah some cool swing music or whatever the hell as long as the old timey radio the only thing that concerns about that show is like and i don't i don't think they'll do it but like i feel like you're gonna need a lot of like really good practical effects and makeup to make that show work because if you over cgi it's just not gonna feel real and lived in uh yeah i mean if they can can make 30 the walking dead shows they can make a watchable fallout that's that's the same thing (laughs) and it is uh so it's gonna be on amazon so it's hopefully got bezos bucks behind it Although maybe they spent all their Bezos bucks on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they don't have any money for Fallout. Uh, Jonathan Nolan is behind it. Christopher Nolan's brother, who is a showrunner on Westworld. And you can have a that's lot of show. about Westworld. Westworld. Westworld looks very good. So that's a plus. If I like the story in Westworld. Very good. People, people, people <laughs> upset about Westworld? I, I think, uh, I think I people have gotten harsher on Westworld with each subsequent season. I still enjoy Westworld. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. way high on Westworld. Yeah, that's coming back. No like a month, that's coming back at the end of June or end of July. Yeah, well, I'm excited. Give me, give me fucking Aaron Paul back. I saw a trailer for the new season of Westworld, and I was like, you know what? I don't remember any of the last season of Westworld. I remember enjoying <laughs> it, but I'm seeing all this stuff, and I'm like, well, should I know who these people are? I was like, oh yeah, Aaron Paul's in this. Forgot about yep. that. He's like literally main character last season. Uh, I am excited that Fallout has Walton Goggins, who I think is great. Like he's such a weird dude. That's a good Put start. It, good like, start. That's, yeah, casting just the weirdest dude. I feel I feel like that's great. Um, Uncle and, Baby uh, Billy himself. Exactly. <laughs> and they also, I think they cast one of the girls from, uh, uh, one of the the the, the teenagers from uh, uh, Yellow Jackets. There's well, a lot of teenagers in Yellow Jackets. There's several. There's the whole, <laughs> all of the Yellow Jackets are teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you're well, very, we got very specific about who they just it is, uh It is the, the, uh, a major one that does not have a future counterpart. I will say that. <laughs> a lot of them do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jackie. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Yeah, we'll check. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I hope it's good. I think, I, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be cool if it was good. And then we have a shit ton of other video game adaptations on the horizon too. Netflix has already announced, you know, there's an Assassin's Creed show in theory. There's a Splinter Cell show in theory. There's a, a, a Division thing in theory. I say in Bio theory with all this. I do Bioshock, Bioshock show. Yeah. Oh no, that one I'm concerned about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bioshock might be rough to to get across because that the appeal of that is honestly in its merger of gameplay and story. Like that's what makes Bioshock Bioshock, right? Yeah, I mean, Bioshock and could have. Out, an, I feel like Bioshock go. could have an incredible pilot and then just be like a complete <laughs> dumpster fire of a season. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. They've announced Mass Effect, which everyone keeps saying uh, again. Mass Effect, I believe, I Mass Amazon. Effect everyone keeps. Yeah, it's just rumored so far. They haven't they haven't confirmed it yet. Uh, are you sure? I'm, yeah, I feel 99% like ninety nine percent sure. That was like because I confirmed. thought the whole. Uh, uh, well, apparently there was a Mass Effect TV show in two thousand thirteen that was not based on Mass Effect. What did I just click on? I don't know what I just clicked on. I don't want to go back to that website. 
Uh, but everyone always says, I think the rumor was that a- Amazon uh, has the rights. Amazon, but, Amazon yeah. has the rights to it. Everyone wants the uh, just more uh, expanse, really. The expanse creative team is just like, what if you guys just did this next? Yeah, what if you right, just, just move on, up, move, move your whole crew over to this. Yeah, cast exactly. everything. <laughs> Those fat Bioware bucks. Um, we have a couple super chats. Venom on Killer with another five dollar dono. Thank you so much, Venom. Said, have any of you been watching Barry? Rewatching it now so I can catch up on season three. One of my favorite shows right now. Do you guys watch Barry? Yeah. Yes, watch season one and two. It is great. I it love, is great. love that show. Yeah, um, I cannot remember the name of the actor who has alopecia. Like he's like oh, completely the bald. Guy who plays Noho Hank. Yes, Noho Hank. Yeah. He's my absolute favorite character. Yeah, in that in that show, and like if you see him in anything else, he's kind of the same dude, and he's completely lovable and enjoyable. Yeah, 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 and abs- absolutely incredible character. And uh, yeah, I won't spoil any of this season so far, but uh, I think this season. It's like it takes like a hard right, but it uh, ultimately is just incredibly dark and the payoff is so good. And it's still so funny, but so like, oh, none of these people are good. What is happening? Yeah. Um, just like, yeah, it obviously it's a show about a hitman. So I mean, he's a, he's a murderer. Um, yes. Great show. Highly recommended. Uh, Bill Hader is I, I, I love it when a comedian zags and then you're like, oh, this person's like wildly talented, like whenever. Mm. Adam Sandler's rare serious movies or like even seeing Donald Glover with, with Atlanta and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. Great stuff. Hey, are you caught up in Atlanta? Did you finish Atlanta? Uh, how many episodes are left? I watched. It's done. 10. Oh, it's finished. Okay. I don't know what number I'm on. The last one I saw was the, the lost in Amsterdam one. Oh, with the cameo at the end person that he runs into at the bar yes yeah. yes oh that is that was brain breaking i love yeah. that so much yeah i do think we missed king dead 42 super chat earlier said so two dollars support marty obi-wan is alec guinness it's okay you only got two dollars towards it no literally look at the rest of the rest of the comments around there everyone says mm, i see nothing eric schwanky sir alec is obi-wan uh We'll just stop there. That's fine. <laughs> I, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Dimitri donated five dollars. Says I feel like Castlevania rarely gets mentioned. I always hear about adaptions and CV. Castlevania never seems to be a part of the conversation. I love that show. Sad face. Are no, yeah, we didn't mention face? it today, not, but yeah, I feel like I have brought Castlevania it. before. That it is, yeah, it is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. I don't think it's. I think it's good. I think it's better than good. I think okay. it's great. Okay. Castlevania so I don't, I don't, is, it should be a model to be followed. Like, yeah, everyone got really hype about Arcane mm-hmm. and then kind of forgot that Castlevania was before it. Like Castlevania really opened that door in my mind in terms of like, oh, this, this is what you should be doing with like video game property adaptations. Stop making them live action. Fucking spend those those animation dollars and get yeah. something really dope. I, I, ooh, wasn't there, Marty, you might have just snuffed me on it, but I think, there's an adaptation of Disco Elysium coming, right? Uh, I thought that I was announced. So, yes. Yeah, please that God funny. do that in the, like the League of Legends animation style, or like just to take the animation style, or I mean the art style of that game and turn it into a TV show. That's like one of the things that really made me want to watch League of Legends. Just the animation looks so incredible. Like you can, yeah, and like the painterly look of Disco Elysium, I think could really work oh, in yeah. animation, and especially with the, I mean, there would be a interesting show because so much of it would be conversations with himself although yeah. his selves have different voices and everything um yeah. i'd be interested to see if they like try to personify those more like not like inside out where like you go in his head and like here's my anger <laughs> and here's my tie and here's my things all talking <laughs> to each other um a couple people have also asked um so we're getting there's reports that we're seeing the first footage of a final fantasy 9 cartoon or anime um, oh right but it's uh like we might be seeing the first footage this week at some anime fest or something uh but the uh <laughs> uh no it's this or week that's it's like yeah um but uh people are worried because they said it's gonna be geared towards kids which i think is fine because to me final fantasy 9 is feels kind of yeah like well, that game was made for kids wasn't it, it was like, like it was like rated mature or nothing no it was like a little like uh the characters were all chibi and the main character had like a cool tail and like there's no like real like romance plot like it's like a swashbuckling thief who that game that game came out in the 90s yes i believe it was either 99 or 2000 so it would have been it was like one of the last ps1 games one of the last big like PS1 we games. were all 
children then. Not like right. little kids, but we were all children yeah. then. What year? That's who that game was aimed at then. Uh, like 2000. It makes sense that, that it makes sense that that story would be aimed at the same age demographic. Like don't yeah. age it up for like a bunch of sad millennials today, please. <laughs> yeah. And you don't like there's no like the main like uh uh the main dude wasn't like all fucking emo like like cloud, like cloud. squall <laughs> even like uh they they Zidane was just like a cool monkey boy thief. He's like a little bit like Goku. He's like a little yeah, Goku that's, that's, Goku that's his tail. Pretty much Goku. Yeah. <laughs> just doing Goku's all over the place. Uh Goku's great. Goku. Multi D thirteen, right. but I remember for twenty three months in a row on bonus comes says, Hi guys, Nick, happy you had a fun time in Iceland. I did. Casey and Marty, uh recommendations for our first Final Fantasy game on Switch preferably. Speaking Sorry for random talking. Looking for a JRPG. You've come to the wrong place. Speaking <laughs> of Came to the right place. Marty's right there. Um, yeah, Mar- yeah, Marty. We sure. were just talking oh, about oh. Final Fantasy. We're just talking about <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know anything about the games. I just know Okay. Um that RPGs are for babies. Uh, Fuck you, Yakuza Like a Dragon isn't for a baby. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's that one mission where everyone dresses up as babies. Yeah, yeah. like literal man babies. babies. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun scene. Um, into the age of these babies. So if if you want on Switch, you uh, I can't recommend um, the the one through six because those are not available on on Switch. Uh, in the the grand scheme of things, I would recommend Final Fantasy VI is the one to start off on. I think that's the the, the, the best distillation of early final fantasy uh but if we're just going on modern games i would say either seven or ten uh i prefer seven over ten but i feel like either of those would be a good gateway drug that could get you into more experimental ones like eight or nine and then more classic ones like or eight or twelve and then more classic ones like nine um so yeah seven or ten that's my recommendation also i can't believe you don't like goku who doesn't like goku me yeah what are you talking about? You literally think, said you don't like Goku a little while ago. I didn't say I did not literally say I don't like Goku. I said Goku's all right. You said Goku's great. I was like, eh. Mar- Marty's, right. Marty's one of those fanboys where if you don't love it, you hate it. I just don't <laughs> know how you could not love Goku. Like, What is, there, it, what is, it, what is it about him? You just don't like Twitter. his he's from another. He's a visitor to our planet. <laughs> he's, he's just anime Superman. And Superman is very problematic because he's way too powerful and not interesting enough. And Goku is similar in that sense. He's a lot funnier. I'll give him that. But like uh, his storylines are are very boring. It's like, hey, let's all wait until Goku gets here to solve the problem. <laughs> but like that's just every single arc is that. I do like the 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 full range of uh, of responses of who doesn't like Goku to I'm with Casey on this one. Goku's all right to Who's Goku? <laughs> I feel like that represents all three of our opinions. I don't have an opinion. That's why I think your opinion is... Yeah, that's, that's, that's the who's Goku. Who's Goku? Goku? What's this Goku? Uh, MultiD13 donates $5. Says Elden Ring, Dark Souls, show or movie, animated or live action. Stories, characters, events you would like to see, we can dream, right? I... You know, I'm always going to lean towards animation over live action. I just think you can do more with that. Like, I know it's more expensive, and that's usually why we don't get that. But, like, if that's the choice, I'm always going to pick animation. Uh, yeah, just for the range of creatures and everything, and I'm going to have to be animated. Yeah. Unless you're going to give it a crazy $100 million budget, you know, and make really yeah. good-looking creatures. Um, I also think of any of the FromSoft ones that if they were to adapt one, it should be either Bloodborne or Sekiro just because those have the most like mm-hmm. clear cut, honestly, stories, traditional stories, I guess. I, um, I would totally be up for like just spitballing like an A24 adaption of Dark Souls with literally no talking from the protagonist. And it's just an adventure going through like getting to this nasty cinder boss at the end. Well, wouldn't it a, have to just like, like it, a wordless a wordless movie <clears throat> in Dark Souls? I think would be really cool and evocative. Yeah, I mean, you could make like you uh, wanted to follow like the player character and not like the events before that stuff, like the stuff with like Gwen and his kids. And I mean, there, I'm more stuff, interested in seeing that story. There's, there's stuff you could do there, but I don't know if like over like over dramatizing that stuff would really work as well as you might think it would. Like, I think a lot of it's when it's left up to your imagination that, like, From Software does That's really true. good. So, I don't know. I, I just think 
and like i wouldn't even it doesn't even have to be like called dark souls i just think something in like a silent a silent character just moving going on an adventure moving through the world struggling to get to like this end thing would be kind of a cool adaption a bunch of cool boss fights yeah that, that, that'd probably actually work yeah just well. like a just a visual a visual storytelling piece i think is the only thing that would work for that yeah there've been i mean there was there were rumors of a shadow of the colossus movie as well which that would feel like another thing that like i mean who's he, is he talked to his horse like a weird dude <laughs> i guess you could talk to your horse but your horse isn't going to talk back yeah. um uh the green knight yeah i was going to say the green knight almost like vibe that. yep yeah yeah or samurai jack yeah that's a mm-hmm. good uh yeah that's a good comparison chat uh lampy donates five pounds says casey forgetting that goku almost died from a heart virus i didn't forget that what does that have to do with anything <laughs> you do you have like, to like him because he almost died yeah i'm aware that that man almost died and that oh get this his rival's son from the future came back in time to give him medicine so that he wouldn't die from a heart attack. That's the plot Thanks, line. Trunks. Thanks, Trunks. <laughs> Trunks is great. Oh, and by Trunks the way, cool. for those asking what our funding goal is for Summer Game Fest, we're basically just raising up Super Chat funds because we're going to be doing a lot of streams in June as we cover and co-host a lot of the uh, Summer Game Fest streams like we did last year, which everybody had a great time at, and I assume a lot more people will be at this year just because our community has grown so much. So hopefully you guys will tune into that and... And we then, also have uh, crippling gambling addictions that we're going to use that money true. to pay our bookies so they don't break our thumbs because we need our thumbs to, to, <laughs> yeah, to be able to play games. Yes. Too much Genshin impact currency. <laughs> too much Genshin. We, we <laughs> bought way too many Genshin pulls. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is not looking good. Yeah, when KC's that? not on stream, that's what he's doing. <laughs> those hot, then hot he comes back on the, That's when he comes back on the stream. He's like, please pay me. <laughs> <laughs> See him uh, sweating over there. <laughs> He's not gonna get back. <laughs> we got the Genshin sweat. Those summons. Those summons. Uh, all right. You wanna you wanna wrap things up here? Because I yes. know Nick, you gotta get you gotta get ZPL set up. Uh, ZP today will be salt and sacrifice. Is that correct? Yes. And then post ZP obviously will be at uh, 3 p.m. And then uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. Nick and I will be starting our Lord of the Rings journey with Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. So tune in uh, the, uh, the the game, which is an adaptation of the book and not the movie, but it came out the same time as the movie. It's a bad adaptation. Um, it is a bad adaptation. <laughs> this is true. Uh, yeah. So tune in tomorrow. Uh, noon Central, we'll be starting that, taking an hour-long break. And then Casey and I will be back for more Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, we yeah. we just completed the tanker, which means we're on our way to the big shell. And if you know Metal Gear Solid 2, oh boy, Casey's going to love that big shell. It's top five big we, shells. We the Ninja see. Turtles, the Turtle Armor, and Dark Souls. like medium shells. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. As far as everything like else, though. Average size shells. Uh, make sure if you're not a member, you should sign up for that because there's a lot of stuff already. You got the new in the frame, you got the new snapshot episode, you get the new ZP today, you get the new extra punctuation tomorrow, and you get Adventure is Nigh on Saturday. So, like, if you were a member, you were you were eating good this week, and next week you get a new quest log uh, and all kinds of other good stuff. So, uh, new uh, nice. anatomy as well. So, other than that, uh, Louise Blight. Right with the last two dollar two euro donations. Oh no, not your thumbs. Take my money. Pound. They fix it. We need our thumbs. My That's, thumbs are good. Oh, that is a pound. Looks looks like a euro. It's too small on my screen. Ooh, look which one of us is dumb now. It used to be. Me. I got it right the last time. I don't know why I said it was a euro on that one. Nobody does. Sounds you, like less you of a convert, euro and more of a year wrong. Can you convert all these Icelandic kronos for me? You brought those home? I have to. I have to invoice them all. I have like, literally, these are all taxi receipts. There's like 40 of them in here. Jeez. Yeah. And I have to take pictures of them and upload them for our financial department. I love my Sounds job like as fun. an editor-in-chief, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they paid for you to go to Iceland. That sounds nice. The you got to take a big old trip to a cool Eve, country. Eve paid for that. Anyways. Sounds Fair enough. Are you invoicing Eve? You're invoicing your taxis to Eve? No to our company okay we're just gonna wrap this up i'm yes. just very confused and that's it's okay you're always it's confused fine. uh nick where where can where can <laughs> folks find you you can find me at my twitter handle which is below my name and then uh i will probably stream rainbow six siege tonight on my personal twitch channel which i know honey money will link thank you honey money 
Hopefully, you're having a good day. Don't link it. Don't link it, honey money. Link, <laughs> link expectations, to, honey Link money. Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> Give them those followers. Uh, Casey, what, what do you got going on? You got that three uh, we were talking it, about? Yeah, that's coming up uh, tomorrow, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, we, we never talked about that game, did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. But that's fine, because my, my review does that. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, find me at Sigma Gears 9 on Twitch and Twitter. I will be continuing my Smash Diet and Castlevania playthroughs randomly throughout the week. So your best bet is to just follow Twitter or my Twitch and just hit the notification thing so you see when I actually go live. Um, I may actually pop up on Jesse's uh, RPG help desk stream today to talk about like new D&D players uh, and stuff cool. like that. Because I'm one of those. I don't play D&D except for Adventures 9, which I've been having a lot of fun with. So we might get into a big conversation there. And I think that actually starts in like 15 minutes. So nice. Uh, yeah, head over to Jesse's channel to watch him there too. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, then all those, all those streams and stuff we talked about. And then, uh, Saturday we'll be back. We'll be doing Evil Dead for Game Night. Yes. The Evil Dead. The game. Colon. I think the colon is before the game. It'd be weird if a game <laughs> title just ended with a colon. That's, it ended in the colon. Yeah, that's, that's very confusing. Uh, so for, uh, Nick and Casey, this was Marty. This is Breakout episode number 42. Uh, thank you all, as always, so much for joining us, for hanging out in the chat, for being sweet, for for being members, for for all the donos and everything. Uh, means the world to us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all at 3 p.m. for post CP. Yep. Before I click stop recording, somebody corrected me on it earlier. Sam was his friend's name in the books, not Soren. So I don't even know who the fuck Soren is now. But I'm assuming Soren is a stand-in for Sam. What? Oh, he was calling a character Soren. No, the ga- the, the, books, the show the, the show's name character is Soren. I think he's a stand-in for Master Chief's best friend in the book, Sam. And Sam this is why you don't read books. Just don't read books. I, there's there's too much Halo lore. Fuck off. <laughs> well, I was saying that the way to win is to not read books ever. That's why we should burn books.